Hey, welcome to Rushcast. My name is Jay Mantis. Thanks a lot for downloading or listening. Uh, today I'm uh, happy to have the first ever in-studio guest on Rushcast, a friend of mine that plays guitar, comes over once in a while to jam on some Rush tracks. His name is Bro- Bro- Brody. Do you go by Brody sometimes? Brandon Hotailing is here. What's up, Brandon? What's going on, man? Are you sure you don't go by Brady? Uh, pretty sure. So pretty sure. <laughs> uh, Brandon has his set list for the set list challenge here. We're gonna yes. read that in a second. Um, it happens to be when we're recording right now, three hours before opening night in Tulsa. Yes. So today's the day. The set list challenge is over today, and. Uh, I'm going dark, as they say, so that I won't see any setless spoilers until late June. But I wanted to read um, an email that I got from this person's name is Hidden. Jeff Hilk is his name, and he had a really cool idea. He said maybe we could do a ranking of every album, and I th- I've thought about that, and I thought this would be a good time to do it. So I want to read his first. And then we'll, Brandon and I have done the same thing and we'll get to ours. So this is Jeff's opinion on his favorite albums. And here we go. Number 20 is Feedback, Caress of Steel, Rush, Test for Echo, Roll the Bones, Fly by Night, Vapor Trails, Hold Your Fire, Snakes and Arrows is 12th, 11 is Signals, Hemispheres, Moving Pictures, Grace Under Pressure, 2112. Six is Power Windows, and the top five is Counterparts, Clockwork Angels, Presto, Permanent Waves, and A Farewell to Kings is the top spot. So, my big thing with that list was the fact that uh, Moving Pictures was ninth, and that made me feel better because in my list, Moving Pictures ain't so high, and I know people get upset about that kind of thing, but the, the weird part about these lists is like... It hurts your in. It hurts your soul to do them because number like my my album that I have ranked lowest is still a great album and I exactly. love everything about it. Yeah, same with me. Going through going through the list of uh, of albums, so every d- single one of these albums is amazing. So just let's make that clear. <laughs> I suggested that we do like a tiered. Yep. So like I've often said that I think I don't have a favorite album, but I have a three way tie. Yep. For my favorite, so so I. We did five tiers, mm-hmm. so we grouped albums into the first tier being are the best albums, and then the second best, and the third best, etc. Um, and what I noticed doing this list was that it was more about, uh, it was more about which albums I'm listening to most rather than which albums are better. Right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, definitely. So you want to go first? Yes, I will definitely go first. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. Or do you want to start at the top? I don't care. All right, let's start at the bottom. All right, so my 20th number is Presto. Mm-hmm. 19th is Feedback. 18th is Signals. 17th is, uh, what did I write here? We'll skip it. What's 16? Okay. In the next tier, 16. 21, 12. 15, Fly by Night. 14, Rush. 13, Clockwork Angels. 12, Hold Your Fire, 11, Roll the Bones, 10, Moving Pictures, 9, Test for Echo. <clears throat> In the second tier, 8 is Counterparts, 7, Caress of Steel, 6, Power Windows, 5, Permanent Waves, and my top four favorite albums, 4, 
Vapor Trails, the original. Three, Snakes and Arrows. Two, Hemispheres. And one, Farewell to Kings. Wow, so we got two two top slots with Farewell yes, to Kings. Yes, I was, I'm very shocked Interesting. by that. <laughs> when I saw Jeff's list, I'm like, wow, I don't think many people have a Farewell as their number one at all 20. I love every single song on that album. I can listen to it all day long and never get bored can play every single song on it it's it's amazing so i'm trying to think of which one you left out for that one you couldn't read was it grace under pressure did you yes, have that one yes. on there 17 uh, was grace under pressure i don't that, that was that I'm was trying the to one. think yep. of what else no, you that was it out. that was it oh it was yep, grace that was under it. Pressure. yep okay cool um i didn't rank them in each tier i just kind of grouped them together like i said kind of like a tie right but fifth the only one in my lowest tier is the first album Mm -hmm. uh this is just me and what i'm listening to now fourth tier i have fly by night caress of steel and a farewell to kings we're gonna this is going to be a very different list i think (laughs) (laughs) uh three 21 12 test for echo grace under pressure moving pictures signals presto and roll the bones and the second tier i have hemispheres clockwork angels hold your fire and permanent waves and first i have a three-way tie with power windows counterparts and snakes and arrows excellent um i was surprised to see snakes so high on your list i didn't realize you were such a big snake yeah fan. when i started listening to rush um in 2007 the album had just been released so i wasn't too familiar with it at first because my first album that i had ever listened to was moving pictures mm-hmm. so then i got introduced to snakes and arrows and never took it out of my player ever since i got it it was just this heavy amazing album and sounded absolutely nothing like moving pictures i'm like <laughs> no. wow this is this is amazing <laughs> yeah so also like sonically they're very different like oh, recording styles yes. and recording technologies and i'm in the same boat so is chad Wicko has been on the show a few times we all, a lot of my friends like me and my family have started at snakes and arrows that's just when we became fans and that has to have altered our our like perception and our opinions a little bit because i, I get people that email the show all the time they say hey i enjoy the show i've been a rush fan they're, they're almost bragging yeah. because i'm yeah. 23 years old and they're like listen pal <laughs> i've been listening since you know 82 or whatever right and of course signals is their favorite album right and that's when they started listening first right. tour you see and I also enjoyed the Snakes and Arrows tour more than maybe I just like I said it was the first time I saw him, but like right. I thought that red drum set that Neil played on Snakes was like the best looking drum set I've seen, um, and I liked Getty's bass before he had the new neck and like stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm kind of reminiscent of those 2007 2008 days where I could see Rush. Also, another thing I was thinking of today was, do you remember? Uh, we live in the same area, obviously, mm-hmm. and you saw them in Saratoga for yep. Snakes. Did you see both legs? No, I did not. I just saw the first one. Okay. So they had the, if you remember, they had the first leg of Snakes and Arrows. They did a second leg, and they happened to come to our hometown venue on both legs, which is kind of rare now. Yeah, yeah that they don't come at all. happens, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember I, I went in dark, meaning I didn't know the set list to both of them. And when I got to the second leg show and they opened with Limelight, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on a yep. second. And uh, then they played Digital Man, I think, was second, mm-hmm. which was also the same. And the third one was different, but essentially what I'm getting at is 98% of the show was identical. Right. And I was pretty bummed about it. And at the time, I didn't realize what 
that the legs like tour legs were even things you know what i mean i'm like oh they're coming back they'll have a brand new set list so that was a little disappointing and i wish i had kind of known that going in right because it would have been able to change a little bit more yeah but. so like time machine tour they uh they had a few different songs that they didn't play for me but they played for you because you went and saw them down in long island i believe that was, was Clockwork. That was, was Clockwork. Okay, yeah. I saw. I only saw the, the Saratoga show. Oh, okay. All right. In, um, Time Machine. Yeah, there was a few different songs that they didn't play. It might have been Clockwork Angels then, because I didn't hear Wish Them Well, but I think you did. Oh, yes. So yes. the A yeah. set list, B set yeah. list. Yep. So I saw the show three times for Clockwork, and oh, I got ABA. Oh, okay. And I definitely like the A set list better for Clockwork, mm-hmm. but um, Middletown Dreams for sure, and Wish Them Well on yep. the B set yep. list was cool. Um, now... I'm trying to think about well, what was the other list you had? Oh, you have your set list here. I have the yeah the challenge. Oh yeah, your yeah. set list challenge entry. Yep. You want to read that one down? Sure. Let's let's do it. Is okay. this in order or not in order? This is. It it can be. I I did it as close to what I think. I did the first fifteen, and then like an intermission sort of, and then when they come back, another fifteen songs, sure, yeah. and then I did six that they're not going to play, at all. That I think. Oh, so your six play. are like, you know they will not play those. Exactly, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go through this. So this, again, is coming from some of what I would like to hear them play on top of what I think might be pretty close to what they're going to do. So starting off, I think they might open up with Far Cry just because it's a heavy, heavy song. <laughs> that's a good one to open with. And they yeah. usually do it, like they've done it a few times, um, I believe in the Snakes and Arrows tour. It was like the as the second part of the, they of, open of the set, second they open set with, right? with Far Cry. And didn't so, they end like the show with they, Far Cry on Time Machine or they something? They ended it with, I think it was Time Machine, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. Okay. Yeah. Right before the encore? So, yeah, that would be interesting to, to see that. Um, next song, Working Them Angels. Um, I just think they might stick on that for a little bit with the uh, Snakes and Arrows album. Mm-hmm. Number three, Prime Mover. Uh, that's a song that they haven't played in a while since the 80s. I've Excellent said multiple tune. times, I think it's a lock. I think that is the, e- <laughs> the a surefire bet is that they're going to play Prime Mover. Such such an epic song. Yeah. Uh, number four, Earthshine. Uh, again, a song you really haven't heard since Vapor Trails. Um, they might have played it. I don't know if they played it in Snakes and Arrows. They did it on did R30, they? I think. They did it on R30. I think so. But I, no, no Vapor Trails ever since. Well, we've seen Secret Touch a few times. The Vapor Trails thing is weird because they've recently said we're not gonna play, we're not gonna touch that album because it's too sensitive to Neil. And I call bullcrap. Yeah. That. Like I'm like, I, I get it, I totally understand, but I don't. Th- I think you're just kind of exaggerating a bit. Yeah. I think you're gonna play some they, stuff. They might. I mean, every song on that album is fantastic. Yes. Um, I think they need to touch into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Number five, Double Agent. Um, song wow. is dark and awesome <laughs> needs to be played number six uh b to b uh just touching on the new stuff yeah i got that one too number seven big money because it's awesome uh number eight distant early warning number nine leave that thing alone so getty lee can take a break on his voice number 10 the weapon uh just a little different you know we haven't heard that song in a few years i'll take the weapon over witch hunt any day yeah, at this point. Yeah, I've definitely. heard Witch Hunt Witch too Hunt's much. Witch Hunt's been played a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. 11, The Pass, because that's their favorite of yeah. all time. I'm sure they'll play that. Red Sector A, because that's everybody's favorite. Uh, I put Secret Touchdown as number 13. Number 14, Roll the Bones. 
And I think right before intermission, they might play the garden just to kind of ease out of it right. before they go to brain surgery. Number <laughs> 16, starting with their older stuff, um, Bytor and the Snow Dog. Number 17, Something for Nothing. 18, Passage to Bangkok. Number 19, Farewell to Kings. Number 20, Different Strings, because they've never played that. <clears throat> Number 21, Bastille Day. Number 22, Fly by Night. Number 23, Circumstances. Number 24, Natural Science. Number 25, Spirit of the Radio. Sorry, the Spirit of Radio. Right. <laughs> don't want to get hate for that. <clears throat> Number 26, Tom Sawyer. Number 27, Limelight. Number 28, Working Man. Number 29, In the End. And they will finish it off with La Via Strangiato. Oh, interesting. The six songs that I hope they don't play because I'm sick and tired of hearing it. <laughs> Subdivisions, <laughs> Closer to the Heart, 2112, The Trees, Red Barchetta, excellent song, but that's enough. And <laughs> That's enough. And YYZ. Because okay. I mean, I think yeah. you're nuts to say YYZ won't be played. I, I agree that maybe you're sick of it. I, I, I kind of get what you're saying there. Yeah. What, uh, what were your six again, quickly? Uh, subdivisions, Closer to the Heart, 2112, The Trees, Red Barchetta, Now, The Trees, a few years ago, I was totally sick of, just because each live album they would come out with, it was there. And yep. I'm like, all right, come on. Yep. But I've, I actually haven't heard it in a while. And I, th I think it might be on my list or maybe as an extra six or something, but um, I kind of do want to hear The Trees again. And it's the first time where I've been like one of these songs you hear on the radio once in a while mm -hmm. that I've wanted to hear it. Um, you had, can I just look at your list? Oh, I have a couple of comments here. Let's talk about The Garden for a second. Yep. I, I emailed somebody today and I, I tried to say, I didn't want to sound like a jerk, but um, he had the garden on his list. Mm -hmm. And I said, I've been telling this to everyone who has the garden. I think you're nuts. <laughs> you don't like that song? Oh, no, no. I, I think it's a great song. I just don't think they'll play it this tour. I think it was really good in that setting uh, among literally 90% of the other songs like Clockwork Angels. Yeah, yeah, that's on, a story. Show, yep. And it kind of put, you know closes the book. And, I don't think it, you know, you have it here other as... Side. Yep. Um, after roll the bones i don't i can't see it like you know red sector secret touch roll the bones of the garden I, I don't that's just me and i know for a fact that if they play it i'll be a huge idiot <laughs> because i've been saying that for about five episodes now right so i'm i'm totally willing to take the heat no it makes sense now you said red sector a because everyone loves or because you love it everybody i that is one of the ones i'm sick of but Cause it, because it's been played on a lot of tours recently. Yeah. Um, I also think the string part in that from Clockwork was so good, and it really brought the song to life. Yeah. So a lot of people are tour. a lot of yeah. people are saying like, you know, don't play Dreamline anymore because the string section made it so good you'll never make it that good again. And they're kind of right. We've heard a lot of Dreamline. Yeah. But, um, I, that, that's where I'm at with Red Sector. I'm like, oh, I could deal without that anymore. I know Getty likes to rest his shoulder, and I totally yeah, understand yeah. that. <laughs> um, Earth. Now, what did you say about... You said you like the original Vapor Trails? I do. Um, every song? Every song. Okay. The, you know, the unremixed one that we got a couple years ago. Uh -huh. I actually prefer the original just because I'm so used to the way it sounds. Yeah. Listening to the newer one, it just doesn't do the original justice it's just like ah, it's not the same and you can tell and it just it 
bugs me a little bit. So were you somebody before they were, were even considering remixing it? Were you someone that thought it should be remixed? I can. I, I honestly thought it sounded fine the way it was, just yeah. because. Yeah, it, 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 you can't really hear a lot of the guitar, but I I don't know the 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 newer version just sounds. It, it's too different, and I I just can't. Yeah, especially when you're so used it. to it. Yeah, I've been listening, you know, Vapor Trails for you know five years in a row, and then all of a sudden, oh, you know, oh, this is going to be great, and I, you know, put yeah. it in my stereo, and it's like, ah, it's not the same. It's for like, me. There no. are there are parts that are nice, you know, and better to listen to. Like uh, when we had the producer on, I told him sometimes I'd want to sit down and learn those Vapor Trails bass parts, and you just can't hear them. Yeah. But in his remix, he can. And he also said, he's like, I did not fix the record. There was nothing wrong with the record. I just That's just my interpretation of it, is as if the band said, hey, you mix this. Yeah. That's just how I would mix it. He, he, he's not like... I thought that was really cool to hear. He's, it's not a better mix it's just a different mix right so he was kind of like yeah have, you can have any opinion you want you can not like mine yeah. whatever i've read a lot of comments on facebook about the new you know remix and people are, are loving it and how much they hated the original and it's like how can you hate the, the every it also, song on there is, it made you appreciate the original when you heard some songs where you're like oh this isn't as in your face and then you right. go to the original you're like oh that's why that song was so cool exactly. for example i think peaceful kingdom on the original just was Heavy. so so thick and so dense and that's what made that song so great yeah that first big note they hit yep. um good stuff so i'm trying to think is there something else i was going to say about your list the th- another thing i noticed was um you have some long songs on here i do and i hadn't considered this but somebody wrote in and said when he was giving me the reason for all the songs he chose he said I picked smaller songs in length. Mm-hmm. So he had like be- beneath, between, behind. Yep. What's another old one that's super short? Um, Making memories. Yeah, those kinds of tunes. Yeah, something, something like for three nothing. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, that way you could play more tunes. Yeah. In the, the three hours. Yeah. So um, if he's right, maybe they're not considering that at all. But I think leave that thing alone is kind of long, right? Big money. Um, then you flip it over and you get. Natural science is a beast. It is a beast, but it's so working, fun to watch. man. La via. These are long tunes. Yep. So but wh- they can do it. You know. Tell work- me about different stages. Or not? I'm sorry. What is it called? Different strings. Different strings. That song is. I don't know. I don't think they've ever played it. I've never heard a live. Yeah, I don't version. think they have either. It's something they need to do, just like with Entre New. They've never played that song. So that's, until... that's a song you enjoy. Different oh yeah. Strings. Oh definitely. Okay. Same thing with Madrigal, you know. <laughs> Love that song to death, but I doubt they're going to play it because, I mean, it's like a minute and a half long and there's nothing to it. Now, I, I had to apologize on the air a few episodes ago because mm. I spent a whole episode ripping that song. I was really? Like, what a bad song. It ruins A Farewell to Kings. It absolutely ruins it. No, All these great tunes. Never. And then I went, I felt so bad I said so many mean things about it. I went back and listened to it like really good, which I hadn't done in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man... It's, it's actually good. pretty good. Dude. Yeah, I, 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 I've, over the past couple of weeks, I've learned to play it. So it's, yeah, it's. I love the the vocal melody. Yep. I don't often listen to a Rush song and go, "Wow, that's a great melody!" And in, in, mm-hmm. by the singer, like in that tune, it's really, really good. Um, speaking of a farewell to Kings, I think that um, that song live would be insane. When was the last time they played it? In the seventies, <laughs> you know? Had to have been. I mean, on the different stages album, that third disc was 1978 or 9 in London and they played it and I'm not sure sometime after that they might have I can't yeah. recall 
Um, that might be a good opportunity for Alex to come out and do maybe let's say after the drum solo, Alex mm-hmm. comes out and plays a little solo, you know, on his classical. Yeah, yeah. and he, then they go right into out, that intro. You know, last. So last this is quarter, what I was going to so, ask you yeah. because when we saw Clockwork, I remember I went to the Montreal show, like my first one, yep. and I called you to talk about it, and you were like, he didn't touch an acoustic nope. for the whole show, nope. and that bugged that, you. It bugged me because he needs to play more of that, <laughs> even with the piezo. It sounds amazing. Don't get me wrong. I love the way that sounds, but, you know, with his Gibson. But he's got to pull out his 12-string. He's got to pull out a classical. He's He just has to. I read uh, a Clockwork Angels interview with Alex. I've been reading, like, old interviews. Mm. And um, he said how when he got, what is it, the piezo? Yep. Pickup, which makes, if you don't know, makes your guitar sound like a... I think the pickup's like built into the bridge or something. Yep, yep. his and Gibson, yep. So he, they put it in that Alex Lifeson model, mm-hmm. Les Paul, and he just loved it. So he's like, we don't even, we'll just use that. Yeah. He even said he used it on like the garden or something, yep. like in the, one of the inner layers mm-hmm. of Yeah, you can, you can definitely hear it on the record too. I mean, it's there. Huh. But, you know, like listening to Halo Effect on on the record, it sounds That's what it was. Like, 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 like a 12 string guitar. Yeah. But honestly, I think it's just his piezo because. It, huh. it, it it sounds so sweet and beautiful. I hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed he didn't touch an acoustic. I did notice there were a few times where I'm like, he usually plays that on an acoustic. Yep. Um, yep. like what was the some intro? I don't know. I think uh, a farewell would be amazing though. Oh, right what? now with their oh, new definitely. sound. Let me ask you, what is your favorite? Um, your your favorite guitar sound, or maybe your favorite guitar Alex has ever used? I've had a few guitar players on. I always ask them All that. Right. Um, I'm gonna be stupid about this, but his his double neck that he used, yeah. Um, I don't know when when they play Xanadu, and you look at that, and you and you watch them play that song, and Alex just just rips on it. I it you know it it makes me want to play guitar. Like it just makes me want to pick up a guitar and just start playing. Um, you didn't have Xanadu on your list. I did not. You're one of the few. Um, Reason being is because I know they probably will never play it ever again. Um, and usually when they do, it's their, you know, Getty and Alex are playing their double necks. And when's the last time you saw them? Well, they did it on R30, right? Did they, one double Oh, they neck. did. One they did. double neck. Alex yep. did. That's right. I forgot about that because they did a little medley. And it was abbreviated. Yeah, yeah. Right. But uh, to do the full song, it's a little tricky. Um, but I just I don't I have a feeling that they're not, not going to play it, so I didn't put it on the list. I just okay. I just had that feeling that they're probably not going yeah. to play it. If they do, you know, I'll probably pass out because that's just <laughs> that's one of my top favorite. I songs think Xanadu and the Garden are like the two most commonly included in, on these set lists. That I'm that's getting, interesting. So I'm glad people love Xanadu. They oh yeah, mm-hmm. and they think that it's that it's due up. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't think. Getty played the double neck in R30. I know he I, didn't. I don't think he did either. I think it was just Alex. And what I was going to say about different stages was, did you um, submit anything to the Rush, Rush Petition website? No, I have not. That's hard to say. No. Do <laughs> uh, you know what it is? No, I've never heard they, of it. They list uh, every year when they're about to tour all the songs that they haven't played live yet, and they you get to vote on five of them. Oh, and really? And they show you the results. So for a long time, it was Jacob's Ladder like in the last few tours which you also don't have in your list good for you no that's a that's a very fun song to play they they've played it but just not in a very long time but i that one's tough too that can be a little tricky 
So now they've included it to be only songs they haven't played. It used to be songs they haven't played in a while. So it was Jacob's Ladder and Middletown. Well, we got Middletown yep. out of there. Yep. And I'm, I'm looking at it this year going, where's Jacob's Ladder? I knew that would be first. And it, <laughs> nope, they've played it, so it's not yep. an option. Yep. But anyway, the f- top two spots right now, losing it mm-hmm. and different strings. Excellent. Which I'm shocked at, at all the songs. <laughs> Again, on Facebook, a lot of people comment about losing it and how they've never played it. I think they probably will. It was a song that I didn't consider on my list. Yeah. But you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, because they usually play a couple songs from Signals on every door. Yeah. They might sneak that one in there someplace. Did you notice that when Getty was on that metal show, when he ranked those albums, how low Signals was? Yeah. I thought yeah, that was that really was, interesting. That was kind of interesting, yeah. Um, because the, uh, they almost went chronologically. Just Like, about. each album gets just a little better, about. except our newest one, which yeah. is, like, way at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun ep- that was a fun episode of that metal show to watch um yeah i didn't expect that at all yeah yeah that was uh interesting that he put um his explanation for for moving pictures was like everything was 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 perfect for that album right and like when you watch the music videos you can kind of just get a sense of those guys just having a good time like they finally yeah. figured it it's out like, yep, this is, this what is, we this need is to us be. you know yeah. and it's a shame because if you've ever done any research on the life studio it's 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 abandoned it's oh, it's yeah? it's yeah there's like squatters and everybody in uh-huh. there. like it's 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 total trash and it's pretty sad right because there's been a lot of great artists that have gone through there in the years and to, to see there's like a there was like a cool photoshopped image of like getty lee and it was like faded like halfway so it just showed him like almost transparent right and in the background was like shattered glass and all this <laughs> debris on the ground it was it, it was it was pretty grim but uh but yeah it was just a point in their lives where like you can just tell that it was like everything clicked everything was perfect and yeah. and we're awesome so <laughs> like moving pictures is not my favorite album it's an awesome album to listen to but i can understand why getty lee feels that that is the best album that they've that they've done and it was that ranking was out of the first six or seven right it was the yeah it was i thought it was i don't imagine it was out of all of them he just no no it was there was like seven seven six or seven in there yeah so like what a great question and i'm surprised i don't know if on that show they always do those rankings but um or ask the artist to, Mm. to rank them um but that's a cool idea and if i were to if i could ask getty one question i'd and he were up for it i would probably ask him to rank the uh like the most recent seven those are the ones i'm interested in Uh, because like i've always thought the 90s albums were such a gray area because i wasn't around i didn't know who rush was then so nobody talks if you ever notice like no one's like hey do you want to have a conversation about test for echo for a second like oh you like rush like moving pictures i'm like well yeah but (laughs) there was in an episode of warehouse 13 where he mentioned roll the bones wow which was awesome that is pretty epic he goes, there, there was a picture of a snake eating its tail and he goes oh hey rush you know snakes and arrows you know, this is this is this is just as good as roll the bones so yeah i mean you don't it's not commonly name checked because there was only two albums roll right. the bones and test for echo i mean counterparts counterparts right yeah. that came out in 90 was it 94 i think was it was it 94 i think you the way oh, I, roll the bones was 90 had to have been yes yeah yeah. Yes. So there's three or ninety one or something like that. Counterparts, I honestly think, is better than Test for Echo. I completely agree with that. <sighs> completely. Because Test for Echo, you, you, people bag dog ears every day, and yep. to be honest with you, there's worse songs out there. 
Okay. Yeah, I had uh, slow your roll here a minute. I, you don't need to go down that road completely. Uh, by the way, I've got a sound bite to play for you when we're done here. Okay, cool. And speaking of that song that you hate and that <laughs> the song that shall not be named, but uh, I've off, I've long defended the song and. If you've heard every episode, you know what I'm talking about. But I, I put together a little sound bite from that hold your for that hold your fire song. Cool, and I'll play it for you after. All right, awesome. You'll enjoy it. Um, yeah. So, like, you ever notice how there's a live album for almost every era except those '90s? Like, there's no live album for the Presto tour, the Rollerbones tour, or the Counterparts tour. I no. guess you can kind of count different stages. As sort of. a, that was in like, between kind yeah, of thing, that but was like a mix. Yeah. But everyone, a lot of people talk about the Presto tour because of the rabbits, the, or rabbit. the bunnies, or whatever yeah. they're called. Yep. And I'd like to see what one of those shows looked like and sounded like. There's some videos on YouTube you can see him playing like War Paint and yep. Show Don't Tell and all that. Show Don't Tell would be cool to hear this. That tour would be too. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's That's just so many song. tunes that I want them to play. All of them. Yeah. Can you all just... 160. <laughs> and I also thought today, like. The fact, you know, what do you make of, I'll ask you, what do you make of this, uh, the fact that it's their last big tour? Or as some people are saying, their last tour, which it's I don't think It's not their last tour. No. My honest opinion, they are going to keep playing live until one of them passes away. Yeah. That's, what's <laughs> gonna, that's, that's what it's going to take, because those guys, that's, that's what they live for. So if it, you know, if this is their best, you know, their last big tour, that's fine. Every year or every two years, you're going to see them play 10 shows. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going mm-hmm. to happen until they just cannot do it anymore. You're going to see probably two more albums, three more albums, I would I would assume. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm. that's why I sort of think, I was thinking today, you know what? That's kind of good news. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go on my show and tell everyone why it's good news that the band isn't going to tour much anymore. And that's because, at least for me, and I know there's people like me like this, I, I would take a new album over a new concert any day oh yeah me too any day yeah, I, I want agree. the material the material is gonna last mm-hmm. more longer than you know going to the concert as, mo- as cool as the concerts are yeah. so for them to be like we don't want to be on the road anymore they did not say we don't like playing with each other anymore we right. don't like making music anymore in fact it seems to be going up in terms of we like making music yeah so I would totally be down you know Getty and Alex fly to LA or I think that's where Neil lives LA somewhere in California yeah I believe so and uh, you know Neil can stay with his family, and mm-hmm. they can spend two weeks writing, and then six months later fly back and record it all. Right, you know, right. like you can do it so easily now with the yep. internet, mm-hmm. um, that I think we're gonna get a lot more albums, maybe even faster albums. You don't know. And I read recently, like you said, maybe they'll play two shows. Maybe they'll play a show in New York and a show in L.A. Yep. And let's um, throw one in Toronto too, yep. right? And, and record it, release it. You and I and everyone else in the world buys it, and we get to see the show. Yep. I wouldn't even worry about getting down there. Like, mm-hmm. if there was one in New York that's close enough, I, I would drive down there. That's what yep. I'm about to do in a month. But um, if there wasn't a close one, I'd be totally okay with just buying the the, uh, the live DVD. That would Blu-ray be an excellent idea. Yeah, they're getting so good at those anyway. Yeah, their their live shows are just phenomenal to watch. I mean, come on, the the chicken cooking chicken Come i miss on. that jeez I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the, the way a set looks as well because they've said so much that it's going to be such a different tour yeah that i i anticipate something different visually which is another reason i'm not going on the internet for the next month and a half yeah i'm, I'm trying to stray away from facebook and i don't even want to see pictures yeah i don't want to you know that you know you see the r40 um advertisements yep. and they're all pictures of the guys from time machine tour right 
And it's like, you know, when they start playing and they get some shots of that set, they're going to have updated pictures. I don't want to see it. Right. I don't want to yeah. see what kind yeah, of bases yeah, Getty's playing or, or what Neil's drums. I guess I know what his drum set looks like. But, um, you know, I don't want to see what Getty has behind him. Right. Or if Alex is using amps anymore. Right. I heard, he was, I heard he was going to use his own line on this tour, the Lurks amplification. So solely the, the That's Lurks That's what amp? I heard. That's what I heard. And is that um, a Marshall amp? Honestly, it weird, looks right? just like it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, it's mad expensive, um, but I, I don't know. Hughes and Kettner kind of seems the cooler way to go. I uh, those are my favorite. Again, uh, snakes and arrows, but I liked the Hughes and exactly. Kettner. I'm saving up for one. So, <laughs> so you? Oh, are you? Yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Uh, both. I, I want to get. So I, I want to get a tube meister. You like the snakes and arrows tour, and you like vapor trails a lot, and that was the like, that, that Hughes was and Kettner's Kettner heyday. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. I really like those amps as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to see what. I, do you think he'll use cabs again? Because he used amps in the last tour, right? Yeah, they he were used behind three. He used three, and one whole setup was for that one note in Limelight, the Infinity Note. Oh yes. no way! One was you. Yes. Oh. One, yeah, yeah. Wow. It, yeah, I, I, I don't know where I heard that. It was it was either a YouTube, his his YouTube setup where like the guy filmed him and his and his whole rig and everything it was like a ten minute interview. Yeah, the he rig said, rundown. I yeah, think. Yeah, right? maybe I was wrong and it was in the Time Machine tour. But uh, he said yes. The one amp was specifically wow. for that one note in Limelight that goes on forever. That's incredible. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but yes, there was three. Um, I don't know exactly what he's going to be doing for this tour. I, like I said, the only thing that I heard was he might be using his own, his own line of, of, ampli- of amplifiers, which I kind of don't, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be we'll, interesting we'll if it's a very, his sound hasn't changed drastically no. in a, in about 15 years. No, it's, uh, it's, it's stayed pretty constant. I mean, I could tell a little bit of a difference on clockwork with his tone, just mm. a little tiny yep. bit. Um, and again, I was kind of like, eh, I'll take the Hughes and Kettner sound. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely used to that. They're always <laughs> um, adjusting and experimenting yep, to see what which is just completely like fine. Musician. Yep. So, okay, I think we've got everything I wanted to cover. I'm going to show you that clip in a second and blow cool. your mind. <laughs> um, so this is it for Rushcast until... Uh, well, June 30th. June 29th is my Madison Square Garden concert in New York City. And after that, I'm going down with Chad Whitco, who you might remember. And he'll be coming up with me. And maybe we'll hopefully do like a debrief podcast. And we'll talk all about what happens. So um, if you're doing the same thing as me and you're trying to stay dark, you're going to want to avoid the podcast until you go to your show. But we won't be around and I won't be on the internet. I won't be answering your emails or anything uh until late june so we'll see you soon brandon thanks for being on man thanks Jared. this was cool and we'll see you guys soon enjoy the show brought to you no, by- i say brought to you by knickerbocker